They want me to change, they want me to change, but I ain't changing, nah. And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still, and as always, on the mighty, 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 mighty Nerd DJ's Radio Network. Man, you know it, you, you already know it, I don't do anything but legendary shit, and today is absolutely no exception. Man, we got mac and cheese's finest. Trey Seven Mac is in the building. It's an honor and a privilege. Uh, yo, um, this is his first interview too um, since his brother passed away. Um, so I, I want to say thank you to 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 Slim, uh, to to the whole team, um, and and definitely thank you to Trey Seven Mac, man. Um, it's, it's an honor. It really is. Uh, all right, man. How you doing, man? How's life? I'm good. You know, just working. Taking it, taking it a day at a time. I feel you on that, man. Um, how's the family doing? How's everybody holding up? Uh, everybody good, you know, same, just taking it a day at a time, you know. This like something, you know, was rough for the whole family, but you know, everybody you mean taking it a day at a time, spending time with each other, you know, being there for each other. So, you know, every, everybody good. Okay, do me a favor. If you can, turn the volume up a little bit. Turn the volume up? Yeah, like 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 that was just perfect. I don't know what you uh, just did, but that just that just fixed everything. So you can hear me perfect? Yeah, now it's got... <laughs> Boy, I tell you, man. The, the devil is a lie. Because uh, <laughs> it's like, nah, nah, it was like a, a delay. Yeah. Okay, now we good. All right. Um, man. Um, so of course the the world knows what happened, but do you, you for those people that don't know what happened, you want you want to talk about it? Uh, I'm saying we. I mean, yeah, we could talk. We could talk a little bit about it. With like, what you uh want to know? The brother passed away. Like far as like what like what happened? Well, what happened? But more importantly, um, what happened afterwards? As far as how you dealing with it? Well, from like, well, for real, like that wasn't really for bro. You know how like some some shit happen when you just be at the wrong place or at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. So you know it'd be like a. You know, since that shit happened, it was like a lot of speculations, a lot of fake ass stories, and feel me, just all different shit, motherfuckers was saying. But for real, for real, it, it it really wasn't none of that. It just you feel me, you know how like you know I'm pretty sure you hear what's going on in Philly and all the violence. It just like bro, kind of just got caught at the wrong place at the wrong time. It really it wasn't like for him. It wasn't like he was beefing or he was like into shit. Nah, he just. Bro just got caught at the wrong place. And where were you when you found out? Uh, I was actually, uh, I was actually at the um at the studio at the radio station with my pop at Power ninety nine because he was doing like the promotion for the Gilly Fest that was like because my brother got killed on July twentieth. Gilly Fest was July 29th. 
So he was like at the radio station doing doing like the promotion and all that with DJ Cosmic Cat. And then you feel me? Like that's when we got the call when we was up there. Yo, cuz. Man, I, I I can't I can't even imagine, bro. I'm just gonna be honest with you. What was, what's been what's been the most disappointing shit that that you've seen? Cause I've seen a lot of goofy shit online. You know, blase split, blase shit that angered me, and I had nothing to do with your family or the situation. What's been the most disappointing part about all of this outside of your brother being murdered? Like, I would probably say, like, all the fake love and shit. Because, you know, like, how, you know, motherfuckers don't, like, give you your flowers or feel me, show you appreciation until you die. So it was, like, a lot of people that, like, you feel me, that was reaching out. You feel me? I feel like it was just a lot of fake love. Like, motherfuckers could have been reached out or, you feel me, like, certain celebrities and shit. Like, you feel me, like, you know, just acting like they really fuck with us or you feel me they really here for us but some of these same people was motherfuckers that like feel me when bro was here like you know you know how it is it's just like a lot of fake love and shit motherfuckers acting like they with you and they care but when bro was here motherfuckers wasn't really giving the same energy so it just be shit like that like a lot of fake love and shit motherfuckers acting like they with us and you feel me they want to see us win and all that type shit What's the, uh, you know, I got a chance to talk to, uh, to uh, Freeway a couple of weeks ago. And he was just talking yeah. about uh, the Gilly Fest and how dope it was. Um, how was it, man? Like, like, so close to everything that happened. Was it therapeutic? Uh, for me, like, I don't even speak for myself. I mean, as far as the whole Gilly Fest, like, it went good. It was good. Everybody came out before, did they thing. It was, like, all love. But, like, for me, it just still, it was just kind of weird. Because, you know, like, every, feel me, every show that my pop had, me and my brother used to be there. So, you know, we used to be together. Feel me? I'm always, like, I'm, feel me, always by my side. So, it was just kind of, like, you feel me, weird not having him there, not being there with him, and then I performed. You feel me? That was my first time performing without him, so it was just kind of like, it just felt a little weird. It just felt weird. And but you know what? I'm, like the show I'm sorry, go ahead. Came, like I said, but far as the show, like the show was good and everything went went well. It was just, it just ain't feel the same without my brother being there. Man, I I feel you on that. Um, you know, it's it just what's interesting, at least for me. Like when I hear famous people's kids are 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 taking up the same profession as they they parents, yeah, you 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 assume unfortunately that they're gonna be trash. Yeah. Nigga, y'all shit is fire. I appreciate it, bro. No, I'm not sure why that's doing that. That has never happened before. Uh, for some reason, it's just blanking out for a second. Yeah, no, you good though. How, okay, so what? Was it all your father's inspiration for you to start rapping, or was that just totally independent? You just wanted to do that shit yourself. Nah, my pop had a big part to play in it, because, like, growing up, you feel me, like, me and my brother always used to be in the studio with my dad. Like, just growing up when we was kids, being in the studio, being around music. I'm talking about, like, the kid, kid, like, elementary school, I was in the studio with my pop. 
just watching him make music, just being around a lot of people that's like uh mainstream artists now, like I didn't been around like been around them before they got to where they is at, like Meek Mill, uh Rest in Peace, P and B Rock. I seen I was around him before he got to where he at. So I, I me and my brother kinda really been around this like our whole life. Like I was younger writing raps and everything. It's just that I used to box and I like a lot of people thought I was gonna be a professional boxer, but like I just I just start taking the music serious. So it ain't really like yeah, my pop had a big part to play in it. I if I if I was if he wasn't my pop and I ain't grew up around music and he ain't had me in the studio, I probably wouldn't be no rapper. Oh, you'd be a boxer? Yeah. You hear me? Yeah, I heard you. I said yeah, yeah. Oh, I was asking I was talking about the boxing. So so how good were yeah. you in boxing? I was real good. I was real good. Like a lot of people thought I was like still to this, people still to this day be asking me why I stopped boxing and a lot of people thought I was going to be professional because I started boxing when I was eight like eight years old started boxing uh my pop started me off in the crib hitting the pads and all that and I probably stopped boxing when I was like sixteen seventeen so I was like boxing for some years but like I don't know like it just I just got a strong love for music. It's just something about being in the studio and the music. I just, I got a strong passion for music. So that's the route I chose to take. So musically, what's coming up for you? Uh, well, like since that happened with my brother, like we was, me and my, most of all my songs is with my brother. So like, mm. that's like the kind of fucked up part. Like, damn, like all my, all the music that I got that's unreleased is all shit that I got with my brother. So right now I'm in the midst of like trying to figure out what I'm gonna do because we was planning on dropping the tape, but you know since he's passing, he kind of like feel me like fucked everything up. So now I'm trying to like just figure. I'm I want to still drop a tape, but I'm trying to figure out how to do it. Like I'm thinking about like feel me putting a couple songs on there and then like have two bonus tracks with like unreleased songs that me and my brother got and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to put something together. Cause I still want it to be for him too. You know what I? Just, just you know, just my my old ass opinion. But I think what I would do if I was in your shoes is I would take his verses from a few songs and weave them uh, throughout your shit. Yeah. You know, and not necessarily like like take his his not the acapella. But the the a clip from like say he had you know sixteen bars on song A with those sixteen bars and the beat, but just kind of it's it's almost as if like your guardian angel is watching over you, hip hop wise. Yeah. You know, um, but I want to see you shine, bro. You deserve greatness. I appreciate. It. No doubt, man. Um, and if nobody else tells you today, man, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yo, what's it? <laughs> Is what's the is it a gift and a curse being Gilly's son in Philly? Um, it depends on what you like. What you mean? I would say like, shit, my nah, not really. But I feel like motherfuckers since they look at my pop, I feel like motherfuckers think that they know us and they know our life and they know how we came. And it just 
I feel like motherfuckers think like everything's just easy. Like we ain't got work for nothing. We ain't been through nothing. You feel me? And it ain't really that. You feel me? That's the only thing I can say. Like you know, a lot, like how, like you see, like how you see a lot of celebrity other kids, like we ain't grow up like, you feel me? Like them, like so it just be motherfuckers just be assuming just because they going off my pop and they going off his peas and shit like that. You feel me? But yeah. That's really probably the only thing motherfuckers thinking they really know us or you feel me how we grew up and shit like that. Who you listening to right now besides yourself? Uh, I listen to a lot of, like industry industry rappers. I don't care anybody. Um, I listen to a lot of you. Like I listen to like pretty much everybody. You know the little babies, uh, little uh, little dirt, no cat. Um, ESDG, like I listen to a little bit of everybody. I like Kodak. ESDG. Listen to a lot. Of, listen to a lot. Yeah, he was just in Philly not too long ago. He was uh, uh, he was just in Philly because he had the show with Lil Baby and shit. I had got a chance to pull up on him and chop it up with him while he was out here. What's Vezo like? Vezo, yeah, Vezo, yeah. A real nigga. I fuck with Vezo. Like, uh, my first time meeting him, he had came to the studio. Um, to do the podcast for my pop. This is when him and Peasy uh did the podcast with my pop. And, uh, in in the same like the same where they do the podcast at, we got a studio in there. So we was like me and my brother was recording and we was playing them a song. And when we played him the song, he was on some shit like man, that shit hard. Like I feel me, I jump on it. You feel me? And he like he did it right then and there. He probably knocked out his verse like in fifteen minutes and. You feel me? He wasn't even trying charges for it or nothing. He was trying to do it for free. So, you feel me? I really fuck with him. You feel me? When it was time to shoot the video, you feel me? He came out. We came out Detroit. You feel me? He showed us love. When we dropped the video, he reposted it. You feel me? He a real nigga. I fuck with Bezo. He was definitely show his love and shit like that. And then when he just when he just had the show in Philly, I did, I got the chance to chop it up with him again and shit like that. But that's like one of the artists that's in the game that I. I really do fuck with, cause you know a lot of other artists, they feel me, niggas be on funny money, niggas, is, I mean, niggas that act like they fuck with you, and you feel me, and whole time they, they ain't really on that, but I could say that about him, cause genuine, I fuck with Bezo. Nigga, I probably had ten thousand lies told to be on this podcast. What that he not? No, not about him. I'm just talking about people that I have interviewed. They'll come on here and promise me the world. Nigga, I'm going to do such and such. You, I'm going to get this interview for you. I'm going to give you $12 million and a bag of Kit Kats. And, and <laughs> shit just like, <laughs> and I'm I'm relatively a nobody. So I can't even imagine the bullshit you got to go through, bro. Yeah, but nah, I, that's why I say like I, I fuck with Bezo. You feel me? Ever since I met him, he's been genuine. And he kept keep his word. So you feel me? That's that's what I go off. Battle rap. You still fuck with it? Battle rap. I wa- I mean, huh? I I watch battle rap. Like I watch it. Like I be watching it. Yeah. I heard you say Sue Surf and uh 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 who did you say? Oh Tay Rock. Yeah, I like Sue Surf. I like uh Tay Rock. I like to do uh chess Matt. He from New York. I like him too. Chess. Um, that nigga throws up all the time though. Yeah, but but far as like what he be talking about, like I, I 
Besides all of that, like the like the throwing up and shit, like besides all that, I, I fuck with him though. I must admit that like when he is on his game, yeah, the young yeah. nigga, the young nigga is nice. Yeah, yeah, nah, he be saying some shit. Tay Rock is fine. Sue Surf, man, when Sue Surf was in his bag, like he yeah, had it all. Yeah, Surf too. I think he's still locked up, right? Yeah. 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 Well, I don't, I don't think Sue Surf is, you know, it it doesn't look good for the brother, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know too much about his case, but hopefully. Yeah, man, I, I would, I would absolutely like. He's one of the few guys I would pay to go see. You know, and, I, and hey, like my I, brother, my, my brother Cheese, he actually got a song with Surf that's out with shit. They actually, I think I wonder said they shot a video for it, but I, I don't, I don't know if Surf was there, but he got a song with Surf though out right now on all platforms. Dopest song you've done. The dopest song I've done? Yeah. Um, I ain't gonna lie. Gee, I probably can't even say because I only got, like, me and my brother only got, like, four or five songs out to the world. But we got all, like, me and my brother probably got over, like, 150, 200 release, unreleased songs. So we got a lot of shit in the tuck. So, I don't know. It'd be like, I don't know. I know I got, like, me and bro got a lot of bunch of pain shit that I really do fuck with, like, certain shit, like the pain music. So, I'll probably say one of them songs, but it, it's not out yet. So, they ain't never hear it yet. I fucked with the pain wave, too. As a matter of fact, I got a chance to uh, interview Darrell at the Shine. Yeah, I heard him. Dude is nice. Yeah, yeah, I like some of his too. Who, who would you like to work with in the future? I would like to do some shit with No Cat because I fuck with No Cat. I like I don't know if you heard of him, but I fuck with his music. He hard. I would like to do some shit with um. I would like to do some shit with uh. Uh, folks, G Herbo. I fuck with Herbo. Shit and G Herbo like he fu- he fucking with my brother Chief. You feel me? Every show he got in Philly, he always pull up. You feel me? And when he just had the show for uh my pop joint Gilly Fest. Feel me? He came to the show. He had like a custom shirt with like my brother name on the back. He said "Long Live Chief," and then all his homies had like "Long Live Chief" shirts on. So you feel me, man, bro? Kind of like me. I I do some shit with her. Uh, no cat. Um. Well, I I, I fuck with Skiller Baby too from out there from Detroit. Yeah, he got a party. He got a birthday party too. coming up too. Yeah, I do some shit with Skiller Baby too. I like his energy. I fuck with uh probably T Grizzly probably the most. Yeah, I fuck with T Grizzly too. I listen to some of his shit. After Vezo, like from Detroit. Well, uh, it's a couple of dudes. Polo Frost is fire as fuck to me. I ain't uh, never hear him. He actually he from uh Ypsilanti, but yeah, dude is nice. You know, I also you know I also like Tay D from out there. I ain't, I, I've heard the name. I ain't really got a chance to, you know, get off into his shit, though. Yeah, I like him because he talk that get money shit. I, li- I like Tay <laughs> I like Tay Yo, uh, shit, if you own that, go back into the, to, to go back in the files, uh, and 
the uh, Cheddar Boys and Rock Bottom. Cheddar Boys, yeah, I never heard of them. Days before your time, bro. But you want to talk about hey. get money shit from Detroit? It don't get no better than those two. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Who? I, who's? Who's? Who's really doing that shit in Philly outside of you? I mean, this is some, it's people, it's de- definitely some people that got, like, you feel me, um, as far as the people that I fuck with and that I listen to that, like, you feel me, doing the thing, I would say, uh, BG Tell Guy, um, his name is Tell Guy, he locked in right now, um, I would say, uh, of course, the, um, the Philly Goat, shout out to these 30 they the ones that got the dancing, uh, shit going on right now, they going up, you feel me, they definitely doing their thing. Um, uh, I don't know if you heard of Young Cobb. He definitely doing this thing. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a bunch of people. Uh, it's a bunch of people that I listen to from out Philly that's doing their thing. What's wrong with hip hop right now? You said what's wrong with it? Mm-hmm. Um. Like what you mean as far as like? And, 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 let me let me back up a little bit. Is is my generation too hard on your generation, hip hop wise? We talking too much shit. Uh no, I don't feel like I don't feel like that because sometimes I feel like like you feel me like the older generation be saying some real shit. But you know how I feel like it's like the same thing. You know how like when probably when you like was a young boy like around my age. Your parents used to be saying like, "Oh, y'all listen to all that gangster music." You feel me? And you feel me? Shit like that. So I feel like it's like the same thing. Like now, like as now that is our generation, and we make it a music. You feel me? My parents say the same thing on all this gangster music. I just feel like it's like a cycle. It's the same thing. Like when you was growing up, your parents probably was telling you, "Oh, you listen to all that." You feel me? Gangster shit. It's like the same thing. But as far as like the music. I feel like a lot of people do get caught up in the music and what they be hearing and try to live to that. Like, not even just on some gangster shit, like, even just with the female music. Like, the female rappers, like, you feel me? They put a lot of shit Man. into the music. And you feel me? There's females out here that's in my generation that, you feel me, listen to them and you know they want to be like them. And you feel me? A lot of people look up to you feel me, rappers and people that's in the industry. So it's like, you feel me, sometimes, yeah, some, some music could send a, 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 a bad message and you might got other people that's following it. So you know how that shit goes. Like, it, it just don't seem like as much diversity on the mainstream tip right now. And, like, for every Little Kim, we had a Queen Latifah, you know, in my day. Yeah. So you had ratchet shit. But you also had positive, uplifted shit. So there was a nice, healthy balance. And I think that's, you know, I argue with niggas my age all the time, though. It's like, these niggas got to be able to define their own wave. We can't define it for them. That's why I was saying, that's why I said I fuck with Tate. Because if you say what's wrong with, all right, what I would say is wrong with hip-hop is a lot of the same shit going on. That's why I fuck with Tate because... He more so talk about getting money and hustling and you feel me bad bitches like he you feel me he not really talking about all the drill shit and all the violence and all the killing. That's why I fuck with his music. 
you feel me? That's what I would say. Right now, it's just a lot of drill, violence, and killing going on. Niggas ain't really talking about getting money and, you know, like that fly shit. You feel me? Like, that's what I say right now is wrong with hip hop. There's not too many niggas that's on some fly shit, getting money shit, just trying to have fun. It's more so just all violence and drill. Yeah, and the fucking and sucking from the from the from the females is getting out of hand. Uh, I mean, it's a bit yeah, much. That's been going on from back in the day, but like you know, females like you got the little Kims and the Trinas. That's been like going on since like really back in the day. Yeah, but that's it. Seems like that's it now. Like ain't no other. But that's what's going on Saturday. You gotta think like it's a. If a female rapper come out and she talking like some positive shit and all this shit, you feel me? They ain't too many people want. That's what they want. They want to hear a female talk about sex because that's what sells. That's just how it is. Like you feel me? That's just how. That's just how it is. If a female, I, I, I don't. I don't agree with. I disagree with you on that you one, bro. Think so? I, I think that the machines so out there are right pushing. Huh? What female right now that don't? What female right now that you can name? You wouldn't know of them because the machine ain't pushing them. But as far that's as winning, Moomoo Fresh out of Atlanta is winning. Uh, there's a sister called C Red doing her thing. She's a doctor and she raps, doing her thing. See, and she put she put up numbers on social media. That that type of shit you're not going to really hear though, because I never heard of that type of shit. You're not really going to hear because that's not really what you feel me. My generation want to hear. But see, that's what I'm saying, though. My generation is caught up. Like, they, like, slow. My generation is slow. I don't know if they slow. I think that the machine, the, 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 the big major labels are pushing a, a particular narrative. I interviewed an old school rapper from uh, Souls of Mischief uh, a while ago, a few years ago. And he was in Jive Records audio, uh, offices. When they got a call, literally telling them that they're gonna start pushing gangster rap and 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 basically nothing else. If you weren't doing gangster rap or extremely homogenized bullshit, they weren't gonna push you. So there was there's a concerted effort to push a certain narrative. That's all I'm saying. You know. So what? Where are you in ten years, music wise? Where I wanna be in ten years? Uh. In ten years, I don't even really want to uh, be probably still rapping. I probably like in ten years, I would like to have my own label and be able to sign artists and give them a chance and an opportunity. Feel me? Just different businesses, businesses have different businesses going on. Like I don't just be trying to rap. I be like wanting to do a lot of shit. Like I got my own clothing line that I'm working on. Uh, I'm trying to get into real estate and all that type of stuff. So. Feel me? I be having a lot of other shit that that I be trying to do outside of music. It's just I got a passion for music and I love to make music, so that's why I do it. But ten years from now, I'm trying to already be like, feel me, have my own label and be able to sign younger artists. You feel me? That's part of that generation ten years from now that's coming up to be able to get them an opportunity and stuff like that. Engineer or producer, most important person in the studio. Shit engineer or producer 
Um, I would say, I would probably say the producer, because the producers that I work with, they not just like regular producers. See, you got people that just make the beat and just give you the beat and just you do whatever you want with it. But then a real producer to me is somebody that make the beat, but they got a vision for it and they like feel me. They feel me. They working with you, doing it together. An engineer is somebody that's just recording and shit. Feel me, just laying the verse. Feel me, the, uh, a real producer is somebody that makes the beat and they got a vision for it. And feel me, y'all come together as one to feel me, make, make, feel me the best song that y'all can make from that beat. Yo, <laughs> who was the disciplinarian at home? Moms or pops? Uh, I would probably say my mom. Because with my kids, if I got the call, they really fucked up. They did some yeah. shit. Yeah, it was a problem. What what's Wallow like? And matter of fact, what what what's changed? Uh, sorry about that. Uh, well, that's not really me. But what what what's been the biggest blessing since Wallow got out for you and his relationship? Biggest blessing? Um, just I would say like all the game, all the game and knowledge that he like. We get give to us because it's not only like like it's not only like that on Instagram like where he just do that on Instagram like is this nigga like, running up to you and screaming at you? No, 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 no. <laughs> it'd be like like can't be all at the studio chilling. It could be me, my pop, and Walla. Like Walla, here just feel me just start giving me game like yo back like feel me if I'm moving if I'm drawing or. If I'm not moving how I'm supposed to be, he'll let me know, like, yo, you tripping, and, like, feel me, y'all tightened up, like, feel me, stuff like that. Okay. What's the best advice you could give to somebody that, that wants advice from you? The best advice that I could give, I would just say, like, stay in your lane, and don't let nobody, like, feel me, uh, try to change you, or make you be somebody that you don't want to be or somebody that's not really you. Like, real, for real, just stay in your lane, mind your business. That, that really be the main thing. Like, just staying in your lane, knowing who you is, mind your business. How you doing, Oscar? I'm good. You ready for that? Yeah, but you're going to pull back in. I'm going to keep out with you. All right, now you good. Yeah, I would say just staying in your lane and just mind your business and, you know, just staying around the people that that really got genuine love for you and feel me because that's really all I'm on right now. I just, you feel me? I'm just staying in my lane, mind my business, do what I gotta do and just 
just be around the people that I know that really got my best interests. Yo, and speaking of that, man, and I said it in the beginning, I don't know if you heard me, man, but shout out to your managers, man. Shout out to your team. Uh, yeah, Rusty, uh, Rusty, my man, Rusty and Slim. Yeah, I've been fucking with Slim for, for some years now. That's my guy, man. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and they, they some good dudes. I, I absolutely want to thank you for this opportunity, too, man. It's, it's, like, you, you really are a really relaxed and humble young brother. Yeah, I be trying. Yeah, I be trying to be, man. Just, I mean, I don't really, you know. Everybody says it about me. If you don't know me, I'm. I always been like quiet, stay to myself, you know, humble, stuff like that. That's why I say like, like that's the that's really I can only tell somebody like how how I am. Like, just you feel me, stay in your lane, mind your business, and just feel me. Try to stick to the people like you said. That's like genuine and that you know that got your best interest and you should be hard. I I I probably got three friends. How many do you, how many people you do you consider a friend? Oh no, man! Like I don't know, cause like I don't really be trying to have friends. I'm more so I guess like you could say like uh. I'm cordial with a lot of people because, you know, a lot of people know who I am. And like I said, I ain't no super cocky nigga. I ain't, feel me, I'm cool, I'm laid back, so a lot of people can fuck with me. But as far as, like, I wouldn't say friends. I got a lot of people that I love for that's like family. Like, you feel me? Like, the niggas that I, the niggas that, that's not blood, that's my friends, I consider them like family. Okay. I feel you on that. What's the downside of, of like, yo, 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 Gilly has been a public figure, and I mean, down to shit just goes on in your household for a long time. What's the downside for you? Did you want that? Did you want your life to be seen by the world? Um, I mean, growing up, like, you know, everybody, like, I, all, people always knew me, you feel me? Like, like, in my area, like, you know, Jersey, Philly, Tri-State area, like, a lot of people knew who I was, because my pop is known a lot around here, you feel me, but once came home, and the million dollars worth of games started taking off, and it, like, got as big as how it is now, like, they got the number one podcast, and you feel me, ain't nobody, ain't no other podcast fuck with them, now it's, like, more so everybody know who he is, like, you feel me, in other states, and shit like that. So now it's like certain shit that I was comfortable doing before or certain places that I was hanging out before and I could just move freely. I can't do that no more. I got to, you feel me, think about my pop and I got to, I think about what they going on because they got a lot of going on. And you feel me, like me being in the wrong area or me being, you feel me, around the wrong people or doing certain shit, you feel me, could lead back to what they got going on. So now I be trying to like feel me just stay away from a lot of shit. Is that fair? Is it fair? I'm, I mean, I like I can't. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say if it's fair or unfair. It's just about like you feel me. My poppy them got a lot, a lot of positivity going on. So it's like you feel me. It's like me. Like yeah, I would say it's fair. You feel me? Cause they got positivity going on. It, how they, you feel me, evolving and they moving up, the same thing can happen for me. So me being in the hood or 
being around a bunch of dumb shit, it really just don't make sense. I'm curious too. Why 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 didn't you do million dollars worth of game first? What like uh the podcast? Yeah. Because I I I, I, I like I wouldn't say like you feel me. Um, I ain't want to do it, but. I feel like I ain't get to that point yet. I feel like I need to put out some more music. Like, I don't want people... See, a lot of people look at it like, oh, your pop Gilly, your cousin Wallo, they automatically should have four million dollars worth of game. But I don't look at it like that. I still, just because that's my pop and them, I still got to work towards that. Like, you feel me? Like, I don't really got that much music out. There's still a lot that I got to do and still a lot I got to accomplish. You feel me? I don't want them to just put me on million dollars worth of game. Because, like I said, they go back to people thinking like, oh, we don't got to work for nothing. We just got to hand out. Nah, we still got to put the work in. Just because my pop and them is where they at don't mean they just, you feel me, going to give us everything. Nah, we got to show them that we working too and we putting the same amount of work in. You know, that's interesting, and and I'm proud of you for saying that shit. But I don't know, man. I I I, I don't know. I had a conversation with with a guy, rest in peace, little Sody. Uh, and we were talking about me uh using clips if somebody says something fucked up, and using that clip for me to improve my status in the podcast world. And I'm not that type of person. But at the same time, he had a good point. It's like that. It's on that person to say something. And the reason I bring this up is, it's almost like the same thing. And to me, it's like you kind of get that. I don't know. Maybe I feel like you should use them because that's what parents are for. Parents are supposed to be a springboard. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I don't. I I wonder if if like, and I get it. I, I I understand you as a man wanting to pave your own path and make your own way. But also being a man is is providing a better opportunity for your kids. Yeah. And so your kids using that opportunity is nothing wrong with that. It's a slippery slope. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, but see, it could go like this. Say if my pop put me on a podcast and give me an interview. He put me on his platform now, the whole world watching the interview that's helping me out. But say if I'm not even taking it serious, say we do the interview and the, the interview go off, the shit get a bunch of views, you feel me? But say if I'm not even taking rapping serious, say I ain't dropping no music, I, say we do the interview, I don't put no music out, I'm still bullshitting. It, it was like they did the interview for nothing. I'm not taking it serious. That's what I mean. Like my pop and them, they going to, of course, they're going to be behind me. That's my dad. That's my cousin. But they just need to know, like, Y'all serious and y'all take, you feel me? It, mm-hmm. They don't run us on a, a podcast. Nah, it just, they need to know, like, this is 100% what we want to do and we sure. You feel me? That's all it is. Yo, man. They could, put me on Gilly, a podcast man. They, they, could, they could put me on a podcast today, but tomorrow I could be on some bullshit and, you feel me, not even be taking it serious. So it's like, you feel me, they doing it for nothing. And I understand that, you feel me? So that's why, you feel me, it's not like really like, oh, oh, Gilly and Wilo, they on some bullshit. They put their sons on a podcast. Nah, it's not like that. You feel me? That's why I say it be people looking for the outside in. You feel me? My pop and them, they just want us to work and, you feel me, give it our all. That's all it is. I think you already got the work ethic, man. And I think boxing really put that in you starting so young and doing it for, for damn near 10 years. 
that work ethic is already in you, bro. And you can tell. Yeah, but I still, I ain't gonna lie, I still need to work harder, though. That, that's part of it, though. Like, you're gonna always have, that's, that's success right there. That's what makes successful people successful, is because they're never satisfied with the effort. Yeah. They always feel like it's more that they should be doing. And that's what keep that's what drives them. It ain't it ain't even the money. It ain't you know like like a uh 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 go back to like niggas in the streets. The niggas that really get busy in the streets are addicted to the hustle. They got a lot of shit, but the addiction to the hustle is why they got a lot of shit. And you addicted to the grind, I can tell, bro. That's a gift right there. That's a that that is absolute and it's a testament to your parents. You know, it just, uh-huh. you, you can tell that they, they've done a good job. You got kids, bro? No, I ain't got no kids right now. When you become, when you but have got, your own son, I go ahead. Yeah. No, I would say I ain't got no kids, but my brother, my brother got a son. Got, my God, nephew. I got a bunch of nieces and nephews. Okay, so when you have your own son, What's the biggest lesson from your parents that you're going to pass on to your kids? Um, just base same thing that my pop instilling in me. Just stay in your lane. That really be, that's like a big thing. It might sound like it's not a lot, but staying in your lane can save you from a lot of shit. Yeah. Staying yeah. in your lane and knowing and knowing who you is can save you from a lot of shit. For real, for real. You feel me? When you get caught up in what other people doing or what other people talking about and you think that's cool what they doing, that shit can get you caught up in a lot of shit. So I would say that just stand in your lane. I'm mean, just keep staying in your lane and minding your business and just staying around staying around the people that's that you know that got your best interest. You feel me? Which be like your family, your mom, your dad. You feel me? Certain people, like certain people, like that. You feel me? Some people don't like the. And I, 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 I could speak for myself because you feel me. It, it do be like that sometimes. Some people don't like to listen to their mom and dad. You feel me? And a lot of times they got your best interest. They was here before us, so they know a lot of shit. They know. You feel me? Sometimes your mom and dad know what you into without you telling them. Because they, they've been here before, so like you know, we all was we all we all was hard headed at one point. You know, I'm still growing. I'm only 24. I'm still growing. Still got a lot to learn. But that's one thing I know. Like you feel me? You just gotta stay in your lane, mind your business, and just stay around the people that you know that's that really got love for you. you feel me? That you know, like you feel me? That just want to see that want to see the best. Not people that acting like they got love for you and they just around for what you could do for them or they know that you could make it. I'm talking about even if I wasn't rapping and I wasn't nobody, my mom is still love me. My dad is still love me. You get what I'm saying? Man. 24, nigga. Oh my God. What I do is go back to 24. <laughs> Lord. Yo, uh, and, and I'm just looking through the, the, the comments on YouTube. Philly Wonder Woman wants to know if you did a song with your sister yet. Nah, not yet. Nope, not yet. But that's coming though. That's a little sis. We always could do something, but I, you feel me? I'm just letting her do, like, you feel me? Do her right now. Um, she just started, like, well, she ain't just started, but she just now dropping her music. She got her, uh, she just dropped her first EP. 
uh self selfishly um untitled that's uh that's all on all platforms you could go and tune into that right now um yeah though but me that's coming though that ain't nothing that's little sis we always could do something that's fine that's fire yo speaking of fire man that pesos oh my god yeah. nigga that song is everything bro like the quality man like appreciate it thank you what producers are y'all working with uh well we've been working with a lot of different producers we had um produ- like producers from other states i had producers i had a producer from uh toronto sending me beats um we got a couple of producers from Philly that was making his beats. Uh, shout out to Jaws did that. He made a lot of our beats. Uh, shout out to Zay Beats. Um, he made some of our beats. We be working with a couple of different producers, but now I'm trying to start locking in with like the mainstream producers, like the producers that's in the industry already. I can see you really fucking with Halibut. And there's oh. there's another Halibut. Uh, matter of fact, he, oh, Jesus, Halibut did a lot of shit. Uh, what was, what was the big one for, uh, that got T Grizzly on? First day out. He did that Yeah, song. I know that song, but I don't know. That's, that's the, that's what he made. He made that beat. Yeah. But I mean, like, like, oh, that right. nigga is, like, for me, and it's just my personal opinion, um, in Detroit, the top three producers of all time is a brother named Nick Speed, Halibut, and, uh, 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 Oh damn, 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 damn! Rest in peace to that brother. Oh goddamn, his name—he passed away, and I cannot fucking remember his name. And they—they they are from—they are—they are from Detroit. They are from Detroit. Jay Dillon. Yeah, see, see, I gotta tap in with some. I gotta tap in with uh, I gotta tap in with more Detroit uh, more Detroit people because I don't really know like a lot of uh, producers from out Detroit. Like I know like. Like producers from like Atlanta and shit like that. Um. Well, shit. Whenever you're ready, like I uh I uh, interview hell of his manager. So yeah. you know, I I put your people in touch with him. You know, but whatever you need, bro. Um, it just just all you gotta do is let me know, and I got you. All right, see no more. You know, I'm not the biggest person on the on the planet, but I know a couple people. You know, and my manager yeah. is very tapped in. So shout, shout out to shout out to Rita. Um, how do people get in touch with you if they want to book you for a show? They they want to get a verse from you. Um, honestly, they could just hit me on Instagram, uh, thirty seven Mac three seven M A C C with an underscore, or they could just get in contact with my managers, uh, Rusty and Slim. Got you. Um. Is there anything that you would like to, any rumors that you would like to dispel before we go? Uh, yeah. Well, any, all that, anything all in particular that, you want to say? Yeah, all that conspiracy shit that that motherfuckers be seeing with you know when my when my brother died, they keep talking all this Illuminati Illuminati shit. I mean, I don't really like even really be speaking about that shit because all that shit be like nonsense bullshit but i just wanted to say that like motherfuckers just be saying anything the illuminati motherfucking sacrifice my brother all type of goofy shit like eh, none of that shit is like all that shit is like you feel me like 
in one ear out the other. Motherfuckers just be talking. I just wanted to say that though. All that Illuminati and sacrifice and shit, man, we don't get into that. That's one of the things that I really hate that that happened to this generation is social media. And and it, not not to say social media doesn't have good things. It allowed a lot of people in this generation to really make some money, which is dope. But you 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 lose the innocence. You know, like you can't be. You know, like I I've had some really embarrassing moments. You know, as a teenager, I can't imagine having that same moment. And it's all over Instagram. Yeah. You know, that's what I really hate that that niggas can't just have regular fucked up moments that, you know, them and their family know about and keep it pushing. Not a whole world knows yeah, about it for the rest of your life. Yeah, that was like, that was something too that was new to me. You feel me? Like, my brother passing, even at the funeral, like, you feel me, motherfuckers recording and shit. You feel me? They got me and my dad carrying my brother in the casket, like, all that type of shit. Like, when I first seen it, like, like, that shit had me mad because it's like, damn, we can't even grieve in peace. But like I said, that's just the type of life that we live now. So it's like, can't do nothing about it. That's, you feel me? Our life is, you feel me, on the camera. People, you feel me, look at us like we celebrities and shit. So it's like I just had to, like, feel me, realize, like, we don't live regular lives. Everything is going to be recorded. So I just had to get that in my head. Because when I first, like, when that, when that, when I first start seeing that motherfuckers was recording a funeral and recording me walking out, Walking, uh, me and my pop carrying my brother out in the casket. You feel me? You could probably see me crying and shit. All that type of shit. It had me mad, but I just had to realize, like, you feel me? Like, that's the type. That's how our life is set up right now. You feel me? We in the media, so it's like, just gotta get used to certain shit. Yeah, man. People, I don't think people, people don't think that that popular people are still just people. You should be able to grieve in fucking peace, bro. And at the very least, bury your loved one in peace. That's like yeah, like, but you know, like, but when you get in this industry, is like you feel me? You signing up for this shit, so you gotta, you feel me? That's where you gotta say, you gotta be honest with yourself. We in the industry, we signed up for this shit. You feel me? This is what we want, and that type of shit come with it. So you gotta like, you feel me? You gotta understand that. It used to be etiquette, though. Like, even, you know, the paparazzi, there were certain moments that they would allow the biggest celebrity to have. Like, I don't, I didn't see no picture of, uh, of Marvin Gaye, you know, burying his father. I mean, I'm sorry, not burying his father, but Marvin Gaye burying somebody in his family. Or their family burying Marvin Gaye. Or I didn't see, you know, like, just, just back in the day, there was a a, a a line that the paparazzi and the public didn't cross. And now, yeah, unfortunately, you know, there I, is no line. Yeah, but you see, it's different because it's, it's generation now. You know, motherfuckers, they, you feel me? Motherfuckers be quick to pull out a camera now. And you can't do nothing now without somebody pulling the camera out. That's just our generation. Everybody won't post it. Motherfuckers be looking for clout looking for attention from the wrong reasons, but that's just how shit is now. Yo, and, and let me let me make sure I I, I I drop a plug for the Nerve DJs. Um that's family. We have I don't know if you've heard of the Nerve DJs, it's one of the biggest record record uh pools or DJ groups 
in the galaxy, in the universe, and they're having a 20th anniversary coming up uh, September 22nd through the 24th. Here at the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame, you know, if you just happen to be in the neighborhood, you know, we'd love to have you. Um, is there anything? I'm, I'm a, I know you got shit to do. You got a lot of things to do. Um, anything you wanted to say before we go? Uh, yeah, I'm saying, um, just, man, I just, anybody that support me or support me and my brother Cheese, feel me, just keep supporting. I'm definitely about to drop some uh, music soon. Definitely about to drop an EP with a couple songs on there for uh, me and my brother. So, you know, just make sure y'all stay on the lookout. And I appreciate everybody that supports here, my family, my pops, Wallo, Eric, the whole family, just. Feel me, I appreciate everybody that support what we got going on. And just make sure y'all stay tuned in because I definitely got a lot of shit coming soon. And y'all, like I said, bro, I don't know what possibly I could do for you, but if there's anything I can do for you, uh make no no hesitation about it. Let me know and I got you. Alright, say no more. I appreciate that. You know, and I appreciate you, bro. This was an honor and a privilege, man. Um I'm praying for you, bro. Nah, for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it too. Oh man, I'm praying for you and your family, bro. Um, stay strong. Uh, and it, it have having experienced loss, it gets more manageable. You know, I'm, I can't lie to you and say you don't. You know, it gets like everybody be telling you, oh, it gets better. It gets more manageable. I don't know. You know, better is. Nah, that shit ain't never gone. That shit ain't never. That shit, I know that shit ain't never gonna get better. You feel me? That's like my brother. Like we didn't slept. That's like my blood brother. We didn't slept in the same bed. We didn't. You feel me? Did a lot of shit together. We you feel me? That's my brother. Like we grew up together. So that shit ain't never gonna get better. But I just know instead of me, you mean being negativity, I just gotta be positive and do this shit for bro. Cause I know that's what he want me to do. Take this music shit serious and do this shit for him. So that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm I'm sure he's proud of you, bro. You know. Um. On that note, man, I'm gonna let you get out of here, bro. You have a phenomenal evening and a better tomorrow. Same to you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. Peace. Go. Um. That was it's a very, very, very dope conversation. Um. And I'm sorry, Philly Wonder Woman. I didn't get a chance to ask him that. Uh. But it was an honor and a privilege to be to 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 be able to uh had that that chance to interview him um and I and I hope um somebody gets something out of that um more importantly I hope you got something out of it um I appreciate everybody that tuned in y'all already know man this is Jobs this has been another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio and yes really you get a shout out uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I didn't either, to be quite honest, uh, Wonder Woman. I didn't want him to, you know. And one thing I didn't, I, you know, I didn't want to make it all about one horrible incident. Um, even though it's a really tragic incident, I wanted to, you know, make sure we, we, we laughed a little bit. We talked about, you know, I, I wanted to be a well-rounded discussion. Um, and hopefully I was able to do that. Do me a favor, though. Y'all make sure that y'all like, share, subscribe, the whole nine. Um, and yo, we we got we got some stuff on the flow. This, come on now, man. I ain't got a manager now. It's 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 really up. And I got the best manager. It's 
really, really up. Uh, yeah, Babyface Ray, I definitely need that interview. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> My bad, I didn't see, you know what? When I get to talking, man, sometimes I don't necessarily, uh, you know, a lot of times, I don't be looking at the comments. Um, so my bad, but you know, it's, it's a little difficult to kind of pay attention. I want to make sure I give all my attention to, you know, whoever has, uh, been gracious enough to come on the platform. So anyway, on that note, I'm out of here. Oh, it's eight o'clock, man. That's right on the dot. Y'all have a good one. Peace. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.